Welcome back to the Modish Podcast. This is your host, Delia. And for those of you that may not know this, I do come out with an episode every single Monday. So from now on, I will be calling it Modish Monday. So happy Modish Monday. Unfortunately, today I will not be having a guest here with me, but don't worry, all of my other episodes, like pretty much all of them will have a guest and get excited because I have pre-recorded a couple for this next month and they are fashion students from New York, so that is going to be so much fun to listen to. But getting into this episode and this week, I couldn't be more excited because I am obsessed with Halloween. It is my absolute favorite holiday, like ever since I was a kid. It's my favorite time of the year, especially like I live in Utah. The leaves change. It gets like rainy and dark. I just, I love it. I am here for like scary movies and all of that. I hope everybody has some really fun, just Halloween plans. Unfortunately, me and my boyfriend don't really have any plans, honestly. We don't have any plans this week. Um, we always dress up. Like, I'm obsessed, like, with Halloween, as I said, but this one's just been a little bit difficult. It's been so busy. Like, he works. I have, like, school and a million other things going on, so we just decided, hey, like, let's stay in, binge watch, like, all of the Halloween movies and just, like, eat every single Halloween treat that there is you know, just like have a nice little night in. So honestly, I cannot wait for that. Maybe there's a chance that we go do something like possibly a haunted house, something like that. So either way, I cannot wait. And I am so excited to see everybody's Halloween costumes. So that is what I'm talking about today, our last minute Halloween costumes. Not only that, but also at the end, I will warn you when that begins. That way you guys can you know, leave if you're not into spooky stuff, but I will be sharing a couple stories that I got sent in and then also just some like creepy, um, like I guess ghost paranormal stories that are around my town and things like that. So it's going to be so much fun. I am so excited to record this. With that being said, let's just get into it. So I do have different categories. I'm going to give you some options if you're doing a solo costume, a couple costume, and a group costume. That way there's variety. And this is also going to be mixed. Like the group costume is going to be if it's just girls or also if there's guys and girls in that group. So all of these are very last minute, but I did decide to try to keep it still like a little bit unique and interesting, even though it's very, very last minute. Um, hopefully next year I will be able to actually share with you guys some really, really good costume ideas and ones that you will need time to actually like plan out and buy and all of that. But most of these things you should have in your closet or be able to make a quick run to Walmart or the thrift store, something like that. So it's going to be easy, fast, affordable. So starting off with the solo costume, I picked the Pulp Fiction um, character Mia Wallace. So with this super simple is a white dress shirt, black dress pants, and then of course her red lipstick, get some eyeliner going. If you have short black hair, this is perfect. Like honestly, this one is for you. 
Um, if you don't though, you can kind of make your hair look short or if not at Walmart, the short black wigs. I think I saw them the other day and they were like four or five dollars, super cheap. That'd be like the only thing you have to buy. And then um, she does kind of have like a cigarette. So I guess if you want to carry like a real one or a fake one around, you know, just like for props. And then just depending on like if you're going out, if you're staying in, if it's for a photo or whatever, you can decide the shoes like pumps, sneakers, something like that. Now, a twist on this costume, you know, like if you want it to be a little bit more like if you're older, like college, maybe not like too old and you're not trying to be too modest is I think it'd be really cute to just have that outfit as it is and maybe like a corset or like a lacy bralette type of thing underneath and then you know you can kind of have it like peek through a little bit that could be cute or get like a men's oversized like white shirt and you can still have that like bralette or corset underneath and then throw on some black sheer tights and yeah honestly I feel like that is such a good costume it's really cute and you can get the shirt from like your dad, your brother, your boyfriend, or just go to Walmart real quick. So another one that I also feel like is more like college, possibly like high school, but I would say college, is Jennifer's Body. So if you've ever seen that, I think I've seen it once, and honestly, like, it is like so weird and strange if like you didn't see it back then, but... I don't know. I love Megan Fox. That's the movie where I'm sure you guys have all seen that photo of like Megan Fox and she has like a lighter like held up to her tongue. That is the movie where that is from. And so this one's easy too. If you did cheer, throw on your cheer costume um, or you can go, you know, like to Walmart or the Halloween store and quickly buy just a cheer outfit. If you do not have that, most of you guys probably already have like a tennis skirt, wear like a cute like crop top or something like that, you know, just make it look cheer-like and then your Nike Air Force Ones or I guess if you do have cheer sneakers, go for it, but I would just recommend like Air Forces. And then with that, with the props, you can do blood, that's optional, but if you don't, I think it's a great costume and then you can also take that iconic photo with the lighter when she holds it up to her tongue, just... <laughs> don't burn yourself but also if you don't have that costume and you're like there's no way I'm gonna get that I kind of like want to be her but there's no way I could do that there's like so many different scenes and just like you know look up photos and pick an outfit that she wears and then just like go for it another one is like if you have a white dress and like a black choker that's when she's like coming from like a prom or a dance or something like that and she gets like in the pool and there's like blood or like on her or something I can't remember the movie that well but I know that that's like a scene and that's a look so there's always like multiple options to that lastly I feel like this one is honestly the most simple and you really just need like one main thing which is like a vintage girl so with this I feel like everybody probably has like a slip silk dress but if you don't it's so easy to just go to the thrift store and find one and then all you have to do is just do like olden day curls, you know, olden day makeup, just go on YouTube, learn how to do it real quick. And yeah, that's easy. So you can be like an old like Hollywood star. You can even add blood and like, you know, say that you got murdered or find like a celebrity that did and say that you're them. So yeah, I think that one's like really easy and it's a good option. 
All right, so now moving on to couple costumes. Some of these are some that I have done with my boyfriend in the past, but I feel like they're like a little bit more unique. You don't see them like too often. So last year we went as Romeo and Juliet from the 1996 film. That's the one with Leonardo DiCaprio. We all, you know, love him. <laughs> so this costume is very simple too. Like you could go all out if you have a little bit more time. You can last minute order stuff. But if not, you can wear like a white dress. And honestly, any kind of white dress would work because it could be like a modern Juliet, you know, like even if it's like your white clubbing dress, just go for it and it's modern. But if you do have one that's kind of like peasant-like or you can go to the thrift store and try to find like an olden day looking white dress, then that would be cute. And then there's angel wings. So you can like make these yourself, just feathers and cardboard, or you can like go to Walmart or somewhere else and get little wings. And the last thing to top it off is a cross necklace. I do notice that she wears that. So I did, I just had like a dainty little gold cross necklace. So I just wore it. And then honestly, other than that, you just wear your hair half up, half down, pull out those little framing pieces and you're set. So this is like three items for that costume, wear whatever shoes you want. And so for the boy, this is simple too. He should already have these things. So um, he wears like black trousers or dress pants, like black dress shoes, maybe like a belt that just like kind of goes with that. Like maybe just black. So it just blends in. It's like, you know, seamless. And then a Hawaiian shirt. So your boyfriend, husband, whatever, may or may not have this already. Um, I feel like most guys probably do, but also you can go shopping for one, like go to the thrift store or go to Walmart. Maybe they don't have them this time of year though, now that I'm thinking about it, but I was able to find one. I think we ordered it though off of Amazon and especially Leo's has like dark blue and like red on it. So if you have those two colors on it, then it, it looks pretty much exactly like it. But if not, at least if it's close enough, then you're good. So that one's super simple. I love it. Each person just has like really three main items that they need to wear and most likely you already have some of that. All right, so moving on to the second couple costume. This is one that I've done before too and it, we actually did it last minute. So yeah, I don't think I have this one on my Instagram. I do have the other one but maybe I'll post these on like my modish podcast Instagram. That way you guys can kind of see what I'm talking about. But we decided to pick a show and see, that's the thing. You do not have to pick like this show. You can pick like your favorite show if that's like The Office or something else, you know, it's just like real people clothes. So it's really easy and you most likely have something. Um, so anyways, we did that 70s show. So I went as Jackie and Court went as Kelso. It was so much fun. We honestly had like so many similar features to them that it like worked out really, really well. I don't think I bought anything for that. I had a long sleeve denim dress. So I wore that with some wooden wedge sandals. And then my mom had a pair of socks and they totally looked like 70s. They were kind of like in between like white and cream and not too thick, but just like perfect and like the perfect length. And so I wore those with the sandals. It like just completed the look. And then I did my hair like her, my makeup like hers. And yeah, and then my boyfriend. So for him, I can't remember if we thrifted the shirt, but it was either like thrifted or an old shirt from like my dad or something. 
And so it was like brown, like collared, like 70s style. He just wore like tight jeans, like a belt, like literally just what Kelso wears and like a little choker, just like what Kelso was wearing in that photo that we picked. And then we kind of like did his hair like his. So it was so cute. And so yeah, like if you guys have a favorite show that you guys watch together and you kind of like resemble the couple, then just go for it. Even like in that one show, there's so many couple dynamics. Like you could be Eric and Donna, you could be Jackie and Hyde, like literally any combination. So just find a couple that you guys kind of resemble and then just go with them and everybody will love it, I promise. All right, so for my last one, I didn't have anything that was super specific because I don't know, I just like couldn't think of a cartoon. Like I'm sure if I looked it up, like really well but I feel like it's the same as like you know the tv star like couples or whatever but this time pick like a cartoon so that way it could be like a little bit more fun a cartoon you guys grew up watching you guys can dress up as like a couple in there or just like a girl and a guy from it or you know just whatever also there's so many shows and like movies even from back then but even especially now where there's also like diversity in couples so you know, like also if you're, you know, like a same-sex couple or interracial or something like that, like there's so many like TV series that kind of have like those couples. So don't just like feel like, oh, because we're like a couple, we are kind of like left out because we're not like the generic couple that could be like iconic, you know? So there's definitely so many and I'm sure each of you guys know like a good show that you enjoy watching and characters you look up to. And finally, so for the group costumes, this is, I have a couple of them for like, if it's just girls or if it's girls and guys, just like I said earlier. So this one is mostly just for the girls, but you kind of make a guy like, and I would die to recreate this with some friends, is Mamma Mia. So I am obsessed with Mamma Mia. It's such a good movie. I could like watch it so many times. Um, with this, I would say if it's last minute, you can get some flare jeans, whether you like they're ones that you have or you go thrift them real quick or something like that. And you can just wear that or you can also have fun with it, like kind of like, you know, like bedazzle it or like paint on the legs a little bit, like cute, like little Greek designs or something like that. Um, add some extra fabric, like their costumes were always just so extra, but it's easy to like DIY at the same time. And I feel like most of them just wore like a cute like little top, like a crop top and then the cool jacket. So like go thrift a cool old jacket, maybe like add like some like little fringe or like paint on it, bedazzle it, something. And it would be so cute. I really hope that I see this costume being done. I really hope that I get to see this costume on Instagram. Like somebody does it and I see it, I will be so happy. But also if you guys, you know, kind of like don't have that or don't want to do that, another option is like the second movie when it's like the old Donna and her friends and the young Donna and her friends. The young Donna and her friends are wearing, um, it's just like a white t-shirt dress and it has owl, like an owl on each one. And then they wear like go-go girl boots. And I think that that one's so cute too. So like you guys can go to Walmart, get like a men's really big, like oversized white shirt so that it fits you as a dress. And then you guys can like, you know, have a little night where you guys like paint your owls and stuff on them. And then if you have go-go girl boots, go for it. 
if not honestly like white nike air force ones would honestly work but if not you can sometimes find those or like shoe um slip covers at the halloween store so it'll kind of look like you're wearing those but yeah i think that that's so cute all right so for the other ones i do have some that are kind of specific but I'm just going to kind of list them off and I feel like you guys will kind of get the vibe. So you guys could do the Scooby-Doo gang. I feel like I've seen this on Instagram, but I've never seen it like in person done before. It would be so iconic. Like, you know, Scooby, Shaggy, Velma, like just everybody. That would be so cute. Same with like that 70s show or The Office or whatever. Like if your entire friend group dresses up as that that would be awesome so see like those ones do include like guys and girls so if you guys are doing something as like a couple or a group of friends or something like that it would be so iconic i just love that and then if it's just all girls some options are like cheetah girls mean girls um you know like even a girl singing group like when beyonce was you know in that girl singing group like there's so many, so you can just like find one of those, super simple, even like, I feel like if you did a Halloween movie, like there's so many like 80s movies that, you know, had like mean girls like in them, and, or like maybe they're not like Halloween, but they kind of have that feeling like, you know, like practical magic, like I wouldn't say that's like Halloween, but it's like a movie that you watch during Halloween because it's just like spooky and witches and whatever. So there's so many and so you guys can like just find literally any girl group and just dress up as them. And so yeah, so that's all I have for costumes. But one of my biggest tips is do not worry about if it's recognizable or not. Like don't like stress like, oh, nobody's going to know what I am because you will be posting it on Instagram or Facebook or wherever. And, you know, you can recreate a photo like, you know, that 70s show like everybody can sit in front of like a couch or something and kind of act like them or just like recreate a photo from a scene in the movie and you know like post it side by side or like in a little photo carousel on Instagram and like everybody's gonna love it they're gonna know what it is and yeah so honestly I feel like with being creative it's just like being something that people don't like expect and it's okay if they don't get it like right off the bat because trust me, like, that doesn't make it a bad costume. Like, you literally are being iconic by dressing up as them. All right, so if you made it this far, thank you. I hope that you guys like some of the costumes and, you know, hopefully I gave you some idea or some direction if you didn't have any for what to be on Halloween. So have so much fun with that. Now, this is the point where if you do not like hearing scary stories or ghost stories, just go ahead and, you know, I will talk to you next week. But if you do, um, stick around. I'm going to tell you a couple really creepy stories. All right. So starting with story number one that I got sent, um, this person said, when I was living at my parents' house, I would hear someone most nights every other week. I would be sleeping and then someone would angrily scream in a man's voice my name or get up. It would wake me up at 3.30 a.m. every time and my dad wasn't in the room and if you thought that was it, well, 
outside, we also had a security sensor light and it would turn on and there would be a large shadow of a man in my window. Oh my gosh, that one is like so creepy. <laughs> I would move out or honestly like just go sleep with my parents because <laughs> I would not be able to handle that. All right, so this is the next story I got sent. So when I was around eight to 10 years old, a big bunch of my cousins all decided to have a girl sleepover at one of the cousins' houses. We all hated the basement of her house, but it was the only room that fit all of us. She had told us stories beforehand about spirits living in the closet of that room and she had witnessed things moved within the closet, but the spirit never left that area. We had been listening to music on a felt flower-shaped speaker that was connected to her mp3 and hung on the door of that same closet. When we decided to go to bed, she turned off the speaker and disconnected slash muted the mp3. A little while after that the speaker began blasting a very weird demonic sounding song. After a little while, it stopped. She got up to check the mp3 and the volume was still turned all the way down and the speaker was off. The song that played was called Living Dead Girl by Rob Zombie and it freaked us out even more. We were all super freaked out when it happened so we started screaming and some of us cried so we made our mom come downstairs and sleep with us. That one honestly is so scary. I would not be able to sleep over. I would probably call my mom and be like, come get me. Like, this is crazy. Like, I wouldn't be able to sleep. Even if there was a parent there, I would literally just have my eyes like wide awake or I would have to sleep in between everybody. So here's another one. So she says, okay, so I lived next to this road called Dyer Lane and the history behind that road is that it used to be where the KKK group would hold their lynching or lynching. I don't, I don't know how to say that word. Don't hate me. Um, if you notice anything today is that I'm obviously not the best at pronouncing some words. Okay, so my experience doesn't have to do with a KKK ghost. I was with some friends late one evening and we decided to drive down that road. And when we drove on the road, there's no lights and a couple of houses that were are spread out on the road. We noticed a small red car with no headlights parked on the side of the road where there isn't any houses near. We all looked into the car and realized that the couple looked old. And then when we drove past the car, we realized the couple didn't have any facial features. Oh my gosh, I'm just stopping right now because I'm like, what? This is like really creepy. But there were people in the car and almost all of us started having this strange feeling in our stomachs like we should leave. We shouldn't be here. And one of my friends who is big into crystals felt her crystals burning. It was just an overall odd experience. And then she also said, also, Dyer Lane is known to have these ghost cops that just pops out and tells people to go home and leave. And for those of you guys wondering, like, where this, like, place is, it's actually Sacramento, California. So if you live around that area or, you know, are from around there, then maybe you know what she's talking about. And so I don't make this episode, you know, too long for you guys. I don't know, like, I could listen to probably scary stories for, like, five hours straight. But, yes, I'm going to be sharing, like, two, like, little local things and maybe one of my little ghost stories. So 
This one I'm just gonna like briefly mention just because um, if you look it up, you can find like so many like different articles or also it's on Ghost Adventures. So I feel like Utah is very haunted because until I like watched all of the seasons, I had no clue that they had even like came at all. But I go to school at Utah State University and like in that canyon behind it, um, we have something called St. Anne's Retreat or if you're kind of local or maybe you've heard of it as the nunnery. So basically, this is a place where it was like cabins or, you know, just like something like that. And it was donated to the Catholic Church um, in the 1950s. But this is like very deep into the canyons, into the mountains, like very, very secluded, very out there. And so this was just like a retreat for nuns. And apparently the stories kind of go that these nuns, like there was either just like nuns there and like some bad ones would get shipped off there or it was kind of like, you know, like bad nuns that did things like got pregnant or whatever were shipped there. So there was a story and there's kind of like different versions. I feel like, like I've personally heard and read a couple different ones, but basically there's a nun and she's pregnant. She like has a baby and somehow they end up like dying. Like, I don't know if the people, you know, like the head nun or whatever ended up killing the baby and then she committed suicide or something like that. You can look a little bit more into it or watch that Ghost Adventures episode. But yeah, so it's haunted by like that nun and just like so many other like bad things that had happened there. There was even one time where there was a large group of kids that um, went out like up into the mountains and went to like, you know, go explore the property and stuff. And it was actually a Halloween night. Supposedly there were like guards or some type of people there and they had like really big guns and they held them hostage. They tied them up. Like these kids literally thought they were going to die. And like, who knows, like they maybe would have shot them. But luckily some cops like somehow knew that this was going on and so they ended up showing up and every you know everybody ended up being fine I think well I could be wrong one person may have gotten hurt honestly I cannot remember but if you watch ghost adventures and read a couple articles you will know everything about it it's super spooky I've never been but so many people that come up to college at Utah State University like they make it a goal to like go there like at night and they like run through the woods and honestly that's just too scary for me I don't think I could like maybe I could go during the day and kind of like get a feeling but yeah definitely recommend watching that on Ghost Adventures so another one that actually is on campus and if you guys have kind of like listened to other episodes or like know me in person you know that I'm in a sorority and it's Alpha Chi Omega so we have a couple fraternities and sororities but our school isn't like that big anymore a lot of them got like you know their chapter got like pulled for so many different reasons and yeah so now we just have like two actual like sorority houses on campus and mine does have one so both of them are haunted there's actually news articles about both of them if you want to you know kind of like do some googling and figure out like what's going on at Kappa Delta but um I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you what's going on at Alpha Chi so 
these stories are just like so scary like honestly it makes it kind of fun but it's frightening like luckily I was never like forced to live in the house because I like my family does live kind of like in a neighboring town and so you know I pretty much just like lived at home or like lived with my boyfriend but anyways moving on from that um so this is a true story that literally happened at our house I cannot tell you the exact date I know it's like in some history articles and things like that in our library but there was this guy and it had to be like I want to say it was around like the 80s because it wasn't like forever ago but it wasn't you know like recent and so there was this guy and he was in a fraternity Sigma Chi and then he was dating an Alpha Chi so before Christmas break, something happened between them and they ended up breaking up. So he somehow got into the sorority house like after everybody left for Christmas break and he went down to the basement into the boiler room and hung himself. And ugh, I just get chills thinking about it. Like this is 100% true. Like this actually happened and his name is Lester so, you know, we always think about him. His story, like, lives on. We mention him a lot at the Alpha Chi house. But because of this, a lot of us, like, do believe that it's opened up, you know, like, kind of, like, portals or just, like, attracted, like, other things, other entities there. So it's not just Lester that haunts it. So, yeah, that is in the basement. And there's actually rooms in the basement, which is, like, super creepy because we have like a basement we have like the main floor and so that's like you know like the living room kitchen like things like that and then we have an upstairs and so the upstairs like is where majority of the rooms are and so yeah a lot of girls experience stuff like down in the basement like in like mirrors you know like they'll swear that they like see like a shadowy man or something like that or like one girl would literally wake up because she would hear just like loud loud screaming like right in her ear like pacing out in the hall just like weird things and we have one that is like very um haunted actually and it's like our only three bedroom room I feel like this is very advertised for like new members especially if they join the sorority and they're like you know a group of like three friends which honestly is like fun but for some reason, this room is supposedly very, very haunted. And so I don't know if this happened in this room or definitely one next to it. But this one girl like woke up in the middle of the night and then like she saw that there was like some figure. Like it looked like a woman, like a girl and with like long, dark, dark hair, just like straight, like by her side. And she was just staring and like it like really, really spooked her. So I was there when she was telling the story and I think it could be correlated to this. Like, we're not sure. It could be completely different, but there was a girl like a few years back that actually got in a car accident and what she described was like pretty similar because we have this girl framed in our chapter, you know, to like remember her and everything like that. And she has like long, dark brown hair and yeah, so we think maybe it could be her. We're not sure. But nonetheless, it's very creepy still. So other than the basement, and I'm sure like other girls have so many more stories, hopefully next year I'll be able to share like a lot more, but we have some things going on upstairs as well. So first off, there's room number three and that one is upstairs. That one 
is so haunted. Everybody that has lived in that room has had like the worst experiences. So I actually know um, some of the girls that like were seniors the other year. And one of them actually sent me like her story of actually like living in that room. So I'm going to read that to you guys. So this is what she said. She said, a ton of creepy stuff used to happen to me and my roommate in that room. Things would constantly fall off the walls and at like 3 or 4 a.m. pens would fling off the desk by themselves. It got to the point where people didn't want to sleep with us. Super weird stuff would happen in this room. So this one girl's friend that is a medium, she did a seance in her bedroom. She used a pendulum and asked the spirit questions. There were like 20 of us crammed into our bedroom, all with our eyes closed and candles lit. Then the medium told us the spirit lived in my bedroom, but wasn't trying to hurt me. It was latched onto this one girl. So this one girl was having a rough semester. She always looked tired and felt sick. The medium said that the spirit was sucking energy out of her and no one could tell her. We all kind of felt bad about not telling her, but we didn't want the ghost to turn on us. The lights in the upstairs bathroom used to turn on and off all the time by themselves, especially when people were in the shower. 100% my room was haunted. Sometimes I'd wake up with random bruises and scratches too. And so yeah, she sent me all these photos, guys, and she has like scratches and like big bruises. Like it's not like, oh, like there's kind of like a faint little bruise. Like they are massive. And if you wake up with that, like I feel like you would know if you got it from something else. So yeah, that is like so terrifying. And then I had some girls that were like in my class, like we all joined like the same year, then they moved in after these girls and they experienced a lot of the same stuff, like things flying like intentionally, like didn't just like fall, like they would fly across the room, all these crazy things, they like couldn't sleep, they had to, you know, end up like going and sleeping somewhere else because it was just awful like insomnia that they would get from that room. And then every single room has like a padlock, so you can't just like you know, open anybody's room, like, unless the door is left open. So it's like a digital code that you type in. So even when they would type in the right code, a lot of the times the door would just lock, like, if the ghost, like, didn't want them to go in there or whatever it was. So that is so creepy. I could never, I guess, another last story that I have about the house, which, like, there is so many, is that this one year there was, like, this girl and she was a CNA. So she'd be going back to the house at like really weird, like super late times because they have, you know, like those crazy shifts. And so she lived upstairs and she kind of lived by that like room three, but she lived right next to the bathroom. And so at weird times, like, you know, she'd be getting ready for bed and like lay down and like try to fall asleep. So then she would start to hear like running like back and forth, like not just like running like down the hall or whatever. It's like back and forth. So it was like very strange. And so she would get up and like go check, but then there would be nobody there. So it wasn't like a girl was like running to like go to the bathroom real quick and like ran back to her room. Like, no, like it was like just super weird, you know? And so she like experienced that and I bet other things too. And then there's this other girl too that lived upstairs and she would wake up every single night because she had to go to the bathroom. So she, you know, would go to the bathroom and then 
the other wall, like opposite from the bathroom, the bathroom's on like one end of the hall. And then on the other end of the hall, there's nothing. So it's just a wall and they had like a floor length mirror. So, you know, at night she would like actually like see something and she would get so freaked out. And so she'd start like walking really fast or running like back to her room, but the thing would like pick up its pace. So from then on, she just decided never to go to the bathroom at night like ever again. You know, like I think girls would actually like go together because it was like really scary. And from what I can say is being in the house like during you know, when we're, like, practicing for, like, recruitment or whatever, and, like, some of the lights are off, either the basement or upstairs, and we have to, like, stand on the stairs, you definitely get a creepy feeling, like, even being there with, like, all the girls, like, there's just, like, some type of feeling that is just awful, and with this being said, too, it's, like, they've tried so many things, like, they have um, had, like, you know, missionaries come and, like, try to bless the house, like, people from different churches, um, they also, you know, try to have, like, mediums to try to kind of solve it, like, hey, like, how can we get rid of this, and yeah, I don't know, there's just, like, never answers, like, things are still staying there, and poor Lester, the medium, did say that they don't know why, but he is stuck there for some reason, something's holding him there, so that's kind of sad. All right, and so... (laughs) that is pretty much it um i will share like one creepy occurrence or two because they're very short that personally happened to me and my boyfriend um i do have a very insane paranormal story that without a doubt i'm like yes this for sure happened but i think i'm gonna save that for next year just you know so that more people can listen to it because i'm not sure like how many people are gonna listen to this episode So watch out for next year. They will be even spookier. But some like weird things that did happen to me was we still lived at like the same apartment like place, but since then we've moved apartments. So now we live in like a two bedroom, but we used to live in a three bedroom and we had roommates and all of that. So we lived there and um, me and my boyfriend, we both had like cross necklaces. Like we, they were both completely different. Mine was like rosary like, and then at the very end had like a little cross. And then his was just a gold chain and he had gotten a pendant to go on it. That was a gold cross. And so one day, like in this apartment, let me tell you, like it did feel weird. Like if my boyfriend was never there, I never slept there by myself. I would go home and there was multiple times that we did sage it because it felt weird you know like I've never felt like that in this new one since we've moved or anything like at all but that one like you could just tell and so anyways like he goes to shower because our you know bathroom is like across from our room so he goes to shower and you know, he showers, does whatever, comes back out, and then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go shower. So I go, and I go into the bathroom, and I go to shower. So on the mat next to the bathtub, there is his cross, and it doesn't look to be, like, broken at all, but it wasn't on his necklace, obviously. So I was like, hey, like, this is weird, like, it fell, and we couldn't figure it out, but we're just like, whatever. So I go back, and I shower, you know, do my thing and then get out. So, you know, I'm drying myself on to that mat, like right next to the tub. And then randomly my cross falls off. So they literally fell off, landed on the exact same spot on the mat. And it was just weird. Like our necklaces, like 
have nothing in common, you know? And how did that happen back to back? I don't know. So it's very creepy and yeah, it's just a very, very creepy story. So another one is also when I feel like it was, yeah, it was the fall time and we took a trip out to Washington. Yeah, so some of my boyfriend's family like lives there. And so we went to visit and his family got us like, you know, some type of like Airbnb house and it was so pretty, so cute. And honestly, everything felt great in there. Like there was like nothing wrong and we had such a fun time and his whole family and us were staying there. So their family was so nice and gave us like a bedroom. I believe it was like master bedroom. So that was really nice of them. And we, you know, we're just like doing stuff. We went to visit his brother and whatever. And his brother came over to the Airbnb house. And that night we ended up watching a scary movie. I, for some reason, cannot remember, but I feel like it was like a conjuring or something like that. So it was just like, you know, like scary. So that night we go back up to our room and we go to bed. So it was perfectly fine. And then like randomly in the middle of the night, like, well, I guess to like put in perspective, this bed had like a wooden headboard and a wooden like footboard, you know? And so like, there's a little bit of space like at the footboard, you know, like if you were kind of to drop something. And so in the middle of the night, like, cause we had multiple blankets, we felt one like get pulled and like fall under. And you could tell that it was like, you know, from that crack next to our, like at the bottom, like by our feet. And it was just weird because at that moment we knew that something had happened. Like we were like, this is paranormal because the blanket wasn't like heavy in a way where like, if it got caught, like at the end, would it like fall? Because you know, like it was like heavy and it like fell through the cracks. Like it physically like had to be pulled so we feel like that movie like initiated, you know, like stuff to start happening. And so that happened. And then that morning, like we woke up, we, you know, we we're kind of scared and we got ready and whatever. And I had like my hair curling iron, like on the counter and it wasn't like on the edge or like anything like that. And it just like fell off before we left. And we were so freaked out. We like told his mom and she was like, oh no, it's okay. And like, you know, whatever, like we figured it out and it ended up being okay, but that was closer to like our last days there. And so I can't remember if anything else happened, but it was pretty much fine from then, but I don't know, could be coincidence. So yeah, I don't know. Those two things could be like total coincidences. Who knows, but I feel like they are correlated to paranormal stuff. Yeah, if you guys made it this far, thank you so much. I appreciate the support. Honestly, this is so much fun to do. I had so much fun recording this episode. I really hope that you guys enjoyed it. And honestly, if this, you know, sparked any like stories that you're like, oh wait, I remember that. Like this happened to me, like totally send them to me. I just like, I love reading them. It's so much fun. I can even like make another episode next month if you guys want to, like just sharing like more experiences or I know sometimes a lot of experiences actually happen like around Christmas time. So it'd be kind of fun to like share, you know, like some of those or like cute like little paranormal like 
miracle stories, I guess, if you will. So let me know if you guys are interested in that or have any, like, please send them over. It's not weird. Like, I would love to have them. So with that being said, I hope that you guys have a wonderful Halloween. I'm so sad that it will be over after this week, but I hope you guys really have a fun time celebrating, you know, eat lots of candy and watch so many Halloween movies. And I will talk to you next week. Follow my Instagram at The Modish Podcast for more style inspiration and email me at themodishpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review if you enjoyed and thank you for listening.